This is the Care to Change podcast, and we are grateful that you've joined us. Today, our director, April Bordeaux, will be joined by our counselor, Mike Spencer, as they continue our series on gratitude by talking about teaching your kids to live with an attitude of gratitude. As always, we thank you for listening and hope that this episode will provide you with practical solutions for positive change. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. We're in the middle of a series about gratitude. And today I cannot wait to learn from our guest because today's topic is teaching your kids to live with an attitude of gratitude. And as a parent of teen and preteen, I am here with my pen and paper ready to take notes. Uh, I'm April Bordeaux, the director of Care to Change, but also a parent. So I'm here for this. Mike Spencer, you are a regular guest here on the podcast. Um, You're one of our counselors. Thank you so much for joining us today. Tell us your favorite thing before we get started. What's your favorite thing about being a parent? I think the connection with Mm -hmm. them. Um, I, you know, I, I love that relationship. I love to make them laugh and see their smile. Yeah. Uh, I, I love to see when they um, get to figure out or see some of their uniqueness and their they enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's one thing I can say. I just... Yeah. You know, for those of you who are listening who haven't met Mike, Mike is the real deal when it comes to parenting because he not only helps our parents uh, who come into Care to Change to learn how to parent their kids and he helps kids right. learn how to regulate and how to understand emotion and all of that, but... Um, you know, I have the privilege of knowing Mike a little bit outside of Care to Change, and he lives this. And so he'll come to the office in, you know, with painted fingers or painted toes because he's <laughs> let his daughters have fun in doing crazy things, yeah. you know, um, in family traditions and such that you do. So I know you're not just here to tell us. I know that right. you live this. And yes. so I appreciate not just your knowledge, but your example that you show. Well, thank you. To those of us that know you, um, get the privilege of knowing you outside of here. So um, without much more talking, because if um, you're a parent and you're listening, you want to know, get your pins because right. Mike's <laughs> going to walk us through the age old question. How do we teach our kids to live with this attitude of mm-hmm. gratitude? Mm-hmm. Tell us what you got, Mike. Well, you know, I think I like starting out with, I would say like in all things parenting, modeling is uh, critical, oh, right? Yep. So, you know, sometimes I find myself being ungrateful. Sometimes I find myself being ungrateful about my kids' ungratefulness. <laughs> right. oh. Ouch. I, Why do you have to start with something about I us? Can't know. we start with the kids, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. But, the, you know, it certainly turns off our kids if we're hypocrites. Mm. Sorry to say it so bluntly, mm-hmm. um, but if we won't own our own lack of gratitude, mm-hmm. then we're not going to get them to be grateful. Anything more than just sort of a give into us, right? Yeah. To say something that we want them to say or to be polite. We won't really yeah. generate true gratitude in the heart. So this isn't a, isn't just like a, a habit every now and then we want we really want to experience the gratitude we yeah. want our kids to experience the gratitude you know i we've heard this you know from dr karen purvis right we can't lead our children to a place we haven't gone that's right and you know i hate to say it, it's i've heard, i've said this very th- thing about respect right we want our kids to be respectful but we teach them respect by modeling respect right. so i guess right. why would it be any different with gratitude mm-hmm. right that's um, right the first step is modeling 
a grateful right. heart in the way right. that we talk and act. So thank right. you for that um, honesty. You bet. Um, so if you're staying with us and that wasn't enough to just make you turn turn this off or something, like, nah, I don't want to <laughs> hear that. Okay. Right. right. Um, what else? Right. So, I, you know, I think, you know, if we look at it, so I'm looking, taking this from some research okay. from uh, the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, where they did a project called the Raising Grateful Children Project, where they kind of did, did some research in this idea of, well, what, what actually do parents do? They found that about 85% of parents actually do prompt their kids to say thank you mm-hmm. uh, in that way, being polite and encouraging them. But only 39% uh, encourage their children to show gratitude in a way that went beyond just manners. Same thing. Good manners. There's so, a difference between being polite mm-hmm. and having a grateful heart. That's right. Yeah. There is. And you can feel it. Yeah. You know, when somebody's truly grateful yeah. and they show it. Yeah. So the idea is, well, we, we need to do more than that if we want to generate generous or grateful kids that usually results in generosity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so first thing we might do is actually, as parents, begin to like, well, let's try this out for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So let's try first just a simple thing that you probably can't go beyond that, but it's just sort of noticing, you know, which is to recognize the things that you have or in your life that you are grateful for. So you begin by just an awareness, like looking around, what am I grateful for? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, if you're on your driving and you're on your way to work, and this is like maybe a confession, and you notice like all the cars that you wish you had, yeah, uh, you might not get to work with a grateful heart. <laughs> right. You know, you might get to work with more of like, man, everybody has stuff better than I do. I don't yeah. have anything to be grateful for. But you had a car. Yeah. And it got you to work. Yeah. And so there are lots of things just begin to notice mm-hmm. around you. It's, and then it's so interesting that you say this because when we were on the quarantine path, you know, 18 right. months ago yeah. in our house, it was so easy to start grumbling. Mm-hmm. Oh, get this. And what about this? And we're going to have the same thing for dinner right. again. And you right. know, all of the things I'm sure all the parents heard as well. So we one night, and it was out of frustration. It wasn't because I was this great, you know, therapist mom. So I'm just going to say <laughs> that up front. I was like, we are going to practice gratitude in this house. <laughs> and so put up this big white, you know, sticky thing on the hallway right. uh, upstairs by the bedroom. And mm-hmm. every night before bed, we're going to say what we're thankful for, for the day. And what was surprising was even though I did it out of frustration, mm-hmm. it wasn't a, a therapy technique um, that I can say I said in the most graceful right. of moments as right. a mom, we're <laughs> slapped it up on the wall, put the pen there. Mm-hmm. And so the first couple of nights, like, yes, you're going to write something. But I have to tell you, after a month, we kept it up a month. Um, they were reminding me, mom, tell us what you're grateful for today. Mm-hmm. It became a, it did. Right. It was a tiny, when you say right. notice, it's right. such a tiny little shift and over a month, it's, it shifted so much to where, right. and they still talk about, remember when right. we were writing um, and we filled up two full pages right. of just, and they weren't just little things. They weren't great big things. It right. was just little things that we were grateful for that day. Right. Um, right. That little noticing really did shift an attitude. So thank you for that reminder. What's, what else? What's next? Well, so, you know, as we notice those things, you know, we are, are one, we want to be noticing like people too. Mm. and be kind of grateful for the people in our lives, yes. not just sort of gifts that have been given to us, yes. but like everything. So then as we, we notice those things, um, like, you know, maybe you're given a present or something mm-hmm. and just sort of think, what, what do you think about this, this present? You know, do you think that there are 
things that other people uh, in your life that, that you should have given gifts to that would have been good to give in gifts mm-hmm. to? Do you think that like maybe you earned this gift, mm-hmm. the, you know, as opposed to it being given freely to mm-hmm. you? Do you think that the person who gave you this gift, you know, might share a feeling about you um, that is positive and might, they may be happy mm-hmm. to be your friend or uh, your sister or brother kind of thinking, spending some time thinking about the meaning of that gift and the, and the giving. Uh, mm. And so giving that some thought helps us really kind of that, that noticing to go deeper. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we kind of notice the things like, well, what do these things we have? What, what, how do they make us feel? Right. Mm-hmm. The things that have been given to us, you know, how do I feel about having that reliable car that got me to work today? Right. Man, that was nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does it make you feel happy to get the gift? What does it feel like? Notice on the inside, the experience of when someone is grateful or generous towards you, how does that make you feel? And what about, what about this gift makes you happy, right? And that helps us then think about, well, what kind of gift might make somebody else happy, mm, right? That's so good. Recognizing it in ourselves and sort of moving it forward. Well, generosity doesn't really truly blossom fully until we get to doing right when we do something out of uh, gratitude Um, and so to ask that question is there a way to show how you feel like if somebody's giving you a gift is there a way I can show how I feel about this does the feeling you have about this gift make you want to share this feeling by giving to someone else Hmm. right and notice that sort of reciprocal sort of experience of it's a little like you know paying it forward so to speak except it's out of gratitude yeah and and moving that forward and it takes the doing of something to really uh, make that gratitude kind of take root in us so I heard four things right I heard first of all to notice right to recognize the things that we're grateful for you know and that requires us to pause right which I think well, I actually heard five things because first is to model it. <laughs> right. So yeah, like, I suppose so. Yeah. yeah right so step there. number one, model. <laughs> model right, what right. you want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe two would be to pause because if we're going a million miles a minute, it's hard to develop mm-hmm. gratitude mm-hmm. In, in the hearts of our children. But to notice, to be intentional about noticing the things that we're grateful for, to think about right. the right. people right. Um, that are sharing and the gifts that we have and sure. things that we have really just to mm-hmm. think about those things just to, to, to right. pause and think about if right. we earn them and, and those kind of mm-hmm. things. And then to feel, so notice, think, feel, right. Right. Feel. How do I feel about the fact that someone's given this to me or how do I, how does that person feel when they give that to me? How do they right. feel about me to give me right. the gift. car that I'm driving or the gift right. that I have or the clothes that I'm wearing or whatever right. the time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. And then to do, and you said something, I, I wrote it down Tell me, I, I want to use your words here because they were so good. It was like generosity doesn't fully blossom until we do something out of a heart of gratitude. Yes. That's so good. And that that's just so profound. So if we want our kids to be grateful and generous, mm-hmm. gratitude really is at the, the root of generosity. And right. so doing something about what we notice and what we think about it and how we feel right. about it and what can we then do Yes. For others, because we can, you know, we, you and I have talked about this lots of times. We can 
do behavior modification. Right. They can write those thank you cards. Yes. After a, a birthday party. Right. right. And um, I know when I used to have my kids, you know, like, okay, you're going to write thank you cards for everybody that brought you gifts. And my son, you know, now a teenager, but at the time he's like, so I hand him this stack of cards and he writes the word thanks. <laughs> Like, what is this? And he said, you told me to say thanks. I wrote thanks. Like, that is not how you write a thank you card. And he said, all you wanted me to do is just say thanks. Like, what are you wanting? So literal. But I'm like, okay, right. Right. How, how are we? Like, I can tell you you're not right. going to go outside or mm-hmm. you're not going to get some until you do this. But that's not generating. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. cultivating a heart of generosity that's or right. gratitude, yeah. right? It's just behavior mod. And we really want to to create this heart of gratitude. These are so good. So modeling noticing thinking right. feeling doing something right. about it right um what yeah, else I, I think there's that idea of you know in that performing acts of kindness mm-hmm. that you know is so good you know there are lots of ways we can show appreciation and um it might when somebody does something kind for us it might involve returning the favor mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh it might say when your friend's over it might be loaning them a toy to take mm-hmm. with them, mm-hmm. you know, for their kid, you know, to play with, kind of just kind of loan it out. Mm-hmm. And in, in that way, being kind, it might, you know, being some, you know, doing some yard work, mm-hmm. you know, for a, for a neighbor or a relative. Maybe somebody like, think of it this way. If you have a, a grandparents or you have other friends or relatives who attend all your basketball games mm-hmm. or soccer games, you know, maybe you can go uh, rake, rake the leaves in their mm-hmm. yard as an act of kindness and showing gratitude for them supporting you mm. when you've uh, played your basketball games or baseball games. Mm-hmm. Those can, you know, that, that, those are, that make it really, it's really clear mm-hmm. that, you know, you're not really gaining something from this. Right. Um, you're just returning, you know, that, that kindness and that gratitude by doing something very specific yeah. for them. That's very nice. And I know today's topic isn't about love languages, but you know, speaking the person's love language right. when you're being generous with them, you yes. know, like, right. Do they want, for those of you that are, are not familiar, you know, do they want words of affirmation? Do they right. want a hug? Do they mm-hmm. want an active service? Do they want right. time? Are they yes. asking you for time? Are they, what is it that speaks their love language Yes. and really um, generously giving to them in a way that really touches their heart? Right. Um, that's right. so good. Yeah, you know, I think I think um, this is something that really does take some commitment to, mm-hmm. um, and it needs. We want to be a, a, something that's practiced, ongoing. Yeah, in your in your lives. And you so mean I, we can't just do this for a day and our kids will change? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just want like the three step fix so that tomorrow they're grateful. Right. Right. Yeah, and you know the highest correlation to having grateful children is grateful parents. Mm. So that that we. Keeps bringing us back to this. Mm-hmm. You have to live it. Yeah, you have to be thankful yeah. and really again notice those things. I know we all work really hard. Yeah, I know that we're we uh, have just so much that we're trying to do, so much we're trying to accomplish and provide for our children mm-hmm. and, and do and do in our world's world. But there is a time to stop and say, I was not born mm-hmm. in a country where I can't make a living. Right. Right. I was born in a place where I have opportunity and that was not something that I earned or got. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here. I just being grateful mm-hmm. for at the very base yeah. that I have a place where I can do things. Just mm-hmm. uh, And so I understand we're trying to work hard and, and, yeah. and accomplish things, 
but you're in a place where that's possible. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought of the, a time just recently with my daughter and, you know, our kids have chores and like mm-hmm. a lot of kids and, right. you know, like lots of kids, she doesn't always like her chores. And, um, it was towards the end of her and it was dishes and, you know, we don't pay our kids to do the chores. So right. they're doing them cause they're part of the team. And at the end I said, you know, thanks for doing the dishes. And she paused and said, mom, thanks for saying thanks. You know, and it really meant something to her that even though it was part of it, right. it was part of the deal, just to hear, just to hear thanks, um, right. really made a difference to yes. her. And I could yes. tell, oh, she really just appreciated mm-hmm. being thanked and then such a little simple, right. you know, act of, you know, just saying thanks because I was glad she did the dishes Yeah. Um, instead yes. of saying, um, are you going to clean them differently? Why are you putting them in there? You know, and uh, right. Um, just being thankful that she was doing it. Um, and just a little thing, uh, makes a big, big it difference. It does. It does. And so I think that if we're going to, one of the easiest ways, I suppose, to keep the, mm-hmm. this ball going forward is establish a ritual Yeah. where it can be simple things like mm-hmm. asking at dinner time, things that they're grateful for, mm-hmm. yeah, for in, during the day. Right. It can be the same thing of, you know, asking each child before bed, you know, three things that they feel grateful for. Mm-hmm. You could, you could create that ritual on the car ride to school mm-hmm. where everyone gives thanks for, for someone else that's in the car, right? Now, if you have more than one kid, that's, you know, that's easier. Yeah. Uh, might be a little weird if it's just you and one child. But, yeah. Uh, but, but even, you know, each other giving thanks at dinner time on Sunday, you could discuss uh, some ways that you want to express gratitude uh, during the course of this upcoming week. You could take Saturday morning and write, Every person in the household write a note of appreciation to someone for a specific reason uh, and just create it as a regular practice, a regular course of, of what they do mm-hmm. and, and kind of create that that ritual of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, ritual is meaning something we do regularly, not that it was something we do without thought. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know, we're, right. we're going to do this ritual so that it places Mm-hmm. This idea of gratitude in front of us in a regular way mm-hmm. that then takes us to a place of doing something about it. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, you could you could establish like a, fa- a family bulletin board, as you mm-hmm. described, where, you know, we're every we're going to put notes on it, whether yep. it's a, a whiteboard or a mm-hmm. other kind of board where we're, we're putting sticky notes on it or, we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to do something and, and express, you know, I'm mm-hmm. grateful for this. And we're going to kind of fill that, uh, you know that bulletin board up every month. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And it really did, uh, you know, it, it's been months now since we've had that up. And like I said, right. they still, when mm-hmm. I'll, you know, practice at the dinner mm-hmm. table, what's something you're thankful for today. Remember when we used to write those out, mom? And um, yeah. now it was, you know, what started as a, a sort of a moment of desperation as a parent, you know, sure. Good idea or not. It was like, ah, oh, we have to have more gratitude in this house. Right. And, and now what you're telling me is it's probably because I wasn't showing it, but um, <laughs> thanks for that. But um, so, but, you know, it turned into something and, you right. know, and it was just a little, mm-hmm. little practice. Mm-hmm. I love the ideas that right. creating rituals and these aren't um, legalistic rituals. No, these are just regular routine mm-hmm. practices mm-hmm. of being intentional about right. what we're grateful for and how we're going to show yes. gratitude. Yeah. So good. I think, you know, I, I hear this, um, on the way to church, oftentimes it's tense in the car. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it so good that we're going to church and we're going to be reminded of grace mm. when in that car, 
we're having a really difficult time being gracious. Yeah. And we can flip that around and be grateful for a moment of, oh, on the way to church, we get to see how we need Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And go in and receive. Right. Right. Or the fact, to your point, that we even get to go to church. Yes. You know, because there's a lot of countries where they can't right now. Yep. And so it's a great opportunity. So good. It's so good. Do you have, uh, I heard you list a, a research project. Are there resources that you would recommend to parents? Well, there there are a few books that, okay. I, that I looked at that I think that are great. These are more, these are kids' books. And they don't, some of them don't sound like they're necessarily focused. Like this one, it's called Those Shoes by Maribeth uh, Boltz. I don't know. I'll have to get that typed out in the notes so that it can be. Okay. And then the book called The Thankful Book by Todd Parr Okay, is a good one. And this one sounds, uh, I think the title is really interested and it's a good book. It might grab your attention. It's When Grandma Gives You a Lemon Tree uh-huh. <laughs> by Jamie Dehan. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I do have the web address. It's kind of a funky web address for the uh, Gratitude Project. So we'll put that in the notes. Okay. Uh, it's kind of hard to, All right, sure, very long. Sure. Yeah. So if you're interested in reading that, we'll put those in the show notes. That's so good. Well, thank you for this. This is a really a lot of information that is super practical, you know, as a parent, um, even starting today's um, episode, just saying, you know, as a parent, I want to teach my kids to live with an attitude of gratitude because walking with a grateful heart is so much more becoming, right? Yes, it is. It's not only pleasing to God, but mm-hmm. it's so much more mm-hmm. becoming because right. we all know people who, when you see them, you know, They're getting ready to tell you everything that's wrong and everything that they can complain about. And not that Mm -hmm. those aren't legitimate, Mm -hmm. not to minimize the hard and the difficult, but we all have people that uh, are going to go and they're just going to tell me everything that was wrong. And we don't look forward to that. No, right. That's true. We don't. So we don't want to be those people, but we Mm -hmm. don't want our kids to be those people. We want them to say thank you and be polite, but we really want them to know it in their heart. Right. And to be grateful. So um, this well, is ju- so practical. Just to be mm-hmm. like five seconds of a beautiful moment mm-hmm. with a store clerk where you can say thank you mm-hmm. and they feel seen. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a tremendous thing that we can give people. Yeah. Shining that little bit of gratitude can, you know, spark hope again. Yes. Right? absolutely. So Mike, as always, thank you for joining us. For those of you listening that are parents, if you're like, I've had it. I cannot teach my kids this. I've been trying these. I've read this. Uh, I want to encourage you to reach out. Mike is one of our uh, counselors here that works with parents, like I said, but he's a fantastic therapist and just so gifted and lots of experience. We have others here as well um, who can help. So if you're a parent and you're like, I'm just really struggling in how to shape these little humans in a way that really is, you know, grateful and, and just healthy. And I want to encourage you not to just sit in that frustration that mm-hmm. sometimes it just takes another eye to look on and a fresh perspective. And uh, we have that here for you. And if there's other things that have happened and that, you know, make it more difficult for you, um, definitely reach out. That's really why we're here to offer you those practical solutions so that you can see the change that you want in Mm -hmm. your life and in in your life as a parent. And so if you like what you hear, as I always say, you know, obviously subscribe, look at our social media, connect with us, um, get on our website. We're here for you. Check out our show notes if you want to get some more information and and see what the resources are. Mike, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. uh, For joining us always for your work that you do here. And uh, we will chat with you all soon. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Care to Change podcast. To see resources mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes below. If you have questions from this episode or would like to hear more, please reach out to us on our care line at 317-979-7133 or email us at help at care2change.org. We invite you to follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. Again, we thank you for joining us and hope we have offered you practical solutions for positive change.